Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're faith-filled women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you can, because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to let you know that there's a really cool thing that's been added to the Married to Addiction website. So as you probably have seen, if you have been here for any length of time, sometimes the things that I offer will change. Um, Sometimes the freebies will change. Sometimes the program offerings will change. Uh, Just like with anything, over time, things evolve, right? Well, it's kind of been a little bit challenging to keep up with that up until now as, you know, a listener and or a website visitor because you would just go there looking for something and it would just be gone and you were wondering, okay, what the heck? Well, what what else is there? There is now on the Married to Addiction website an everything page. Basically, what the everything page is going to be is it will list in real time everything that I'm currently offering, the free offerings, the paid offerings, all of it. So you can always head to that page, and I want you to bookmark it so that you have it ready at any given time to see what's currently available. Be sure that you do check in regularly because like I said, things shift, things change. There might be things on there right now that you don't even know that I offer. So please go check that out. You just go to marriedtoaddiction.com and at the top of the website or on your little menu bar, if you're on mobile, you will see a tab that says everything and in parentheses, start here. Just click right there and you'll be on your way to finding out everything that Married to Addiction currently has to offer. Hello, and welcome in to episode 89 of the Married to Addiction podcast. This episode is part three of a three-part series about how we have to navigate this situation differently as Christian wives of alcoholics. So please go back and listen to the first two episodes if you haven't already. But in today's episode, we're going to be talking about feelings of shame and loneliness that we can encounter as Christian wives of alcoholics. This might be the important, most important one of the three, actually, because shame is what can lead us into isolation, which is exactly where the enemy wants us right now. He wants us to feel alone, and he wants us to feel afraid. So let's talk about this. This situation is obviously hard for anyone, but as Christian women, we can feel an even bigger burden because we're not, quote, supposed to have this problem. And we actually talked about that in a, in a previous episode. It is really an issue because we go to church and we see, quote, happy marriages all around us. We see our church advertise, you know, wonderful marriage retreats at bed and breakfasts. We hear sermons on godly marriage. Then we go home and look around at a life that looks nothing like any of that. So we start to feel ashamed. We tend to go more into hiding than otherwise of alcoholics sometimes because of that, because we don't want to tell anyone in our church or in our church group about what's happening in our house because, oh my gosh, what would they think? They would think our household is sinful. Um, They would think that we're not living right. They would, you know, 
think that we need to leave our husband immediately, regardless of, you know, the, the intricacies of our specific situation. Unfortunately, we would just be afraid of a lot of judgment from them. And even more unfortunately is that in a lot of cases, we'd be right because the stigma around alcoholism is very real and it exists everywhere, including in the church. There are a few churches who get this right. Uh, We actually have one here in the area that I live in that has a recovery ministry, but they are really few and far between. And by and large, most most churches just turn the other way and don't want to touch this addiction topic with a 10-foot pole. So sad to say there is a lot of judgment around this in the church. In fact, I have reached out to many, many churches regarding married to addiction And only one acknowledged the need for this kind of help. And they were actually the church that already had a recovery ministry of their own. That was really surprising to me that literally no one except for them responded. And they responded to say, we love what you're doing. We're doing it too. But that was one of many. I was very impacted by that. And I thought it was really sad. So yeah, we start to feel shame because no one in the very place we're supposed to be going to for comfort will even acknowledge that this is happening in the church, even though it is happening in every church. By the way, while I'm on this uh, little bit of a soapbox here, if you think your church would be open to help with this subject, please email me at julietmarriedtoaddiction.com and let me know how I can get a hold of someone there, who I can get a hold of there. I'm just trying to get this message out because there are Christian wives of alcoholics in every church. So because of this stigma and judgment that we experience, even from our church, whether it be indirectly or directly, it contributes to our feelings of loneliness and isolation. We also are worried about doing things like going to Al-Anon meetings because, oh my gosh, what if we see someone we know? Yeah, they're there too, but they know that I'm a Christian, right? So I would be mortified. Like, what would they think? What would what would they think if I saw somebody like from my company or from my neighborhood or from my kid's school? Like, they know I'm a Christian. What would they think? What does What would they think about what that says about my faith? So these are the thoughts that we have as Christian wives of alcoholics that other wives of alcoholics don't come up against. I know that these thoughts are some of the things that you might be thinking because they were my thoughts too. So we feel ashamed and like we're the only Christian women who are dealing with this. We don't feel like we can go to Al-Anon in a lot of cases. So what do we do? We feel like we can't get help through our church. We feel like we can't get help through local meetings and stuff like that. What do we do? Well, I can tell you what I did as a result of feeling all of these things. I basically felt like there was nowhere for me to turn. So I just continued to spiral further and further into hopelessness, loneliness, despair, isolation. And I ended up exactly where the enemy wanted me. Isolated from my church because first of all, I didn't feel like I belonged there anymore. And I had feelings of resentment towards God, which we talked about in the last episode. Isolated from any help that was available in my community and drowning in misery. 
And you've already heard me talk about all the ways that that affected me. That is why when after I came out on the other side of my husband's addiction and he got sober and I felt called to help wives of alcoholics, I knew exactly which ones I was called to help. And at first I kind of bucked that a little bit because I knew I was really limiting um, my platform instead of helping wives of alcoholics in general. If I just said Christian wives of alcoholics, I knew that it was going to be a lot less percentage of the population. But I wanted to help the ones like me, the ones that felt like they had no other options because of all the things that I've mentioned today. So I want to make sure you know that if you feel like that, if you resonate with the things that I said, that I created a safe, loving space just for you with the Secret Sister Circle. It is a space where you cannot only get all the guidance you could need to help you through this, but also a group of other Christian wives of alcoholics to come alongside you through this journey so you don't feel isolated, so you don't feel like you have nowhere to turn. And if you don't want to join us there, which by the way, you can do that. You can either join us or find out more information on my website, marriedtoaddiction.com. But if you don't want to join us there, then please try to find some other option for yourself to get support through this. Because it is so important, especially as a Christian wife of an alcoholic, and you are so very worth it. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Hey, one more quick thing before I let you go today. Do you follow Married to Addiction on either Instagram or Facebook or both? If not, I would love to have you join me over there. It's a great place to stay connected with everything that's happening with Married to Addiction. I post updates about um, my podcast episodes, of course. I post about my freebies. I post about my programs. I post uh, encouragement in the way of Bible verses and things like that. I also post just like some helpful little teaching nuggets sometimes too. So I really think that you would get a lot of value out of that as the wife of an alcoholic. And I would love to have you join me on either Facebook or Instagram, or both. You can find me at facebook.com backslash married to addiction, or just at married to addiction on Instagram. I hope to see you there.